Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Good morning. It's Mark and Neanderthal. With whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? This is Sherry. What is it, Sherry? Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Carrie, welcome to the radio program. You're now officially enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. We're going to give you three questions, get two out of three correct, and you win. Okay. We are sponsored by Rainforest Plumbing and Air. You can reach them at 602-ASK-RAIN. And Sherry, today, for no real reason, we're going to do Shakespeare quotes. <laughs> okay? Now, tell us, which of these three sayings is a Shakespeare quote? Is it to be or not to be? Is it, it is what it is? Or is it, that's what she saith? <laughs> be or not to be. Correct. Nice job. That's the question. Next question. Thanks. Which of these is not a Shakespeare quote? Is it neither a borrower nor a lender be? Is it in my mind's eye? Uh-huh. Or is it he who hath smelt it hath dealt it? <laughs> the last one. Correct. <laughs> Although right. it is Shakespearean in its <laughs> tragic nature. You're on, a, you're on a hell of a roll here, Sherry. So let's just see if you can do a clean sweep. Which of these is a Shakespeare quote? Is? Now is the winter of our discontent. Mr. Potter. Is it, I was born in a crossfire hurricane? Or is it, screw with you guys, I go with home? <laughs> I would say the first one. Now is the winter of our, our discontent. discontent. <laughs> You're a winner, Sherry. All right, on it's Carrie. <laughs> She's a winner too. Yes, yes. We established that early on, but Mark was busy <laughs> practicing his Shakespeare delivery. All right, hang on, Sherry. You're a winner. All right, thanks. Now is the winter of Sherry's discontent. All right. And Some, Carrie's, too. Some, yeah, somewhere out there, somebody named Sherry is like, well, I thought I won. That's yep. all good. All uh, right, congrats to her. She's going to see Warrant. All right. Now, our producer, Guido, you don't hear him terribly often, but uh, he's always here. But he's not here today. He's he's mobile today. Yeah, we gave him, uh, we, we, we put him on assignment, if you will. He is on assignment right yes. now, yes. He's our investigative reporter for he is the as, show. He is, as they say in bunny quotes, in the field, yes. Today, this is uh, this. Is, you know, what, what, one of the things that you do as a producer for a very highly rated morning show uh, is to learn the skill set necessary to get to the next level in your That's career. Right. And this is that skill set: mm-hmm. learning that you have to commute to work before it's time to go to work, lest you be caught in traffic. And we're trying to find out what is the longest red light in the valley. So, Guido, where are you right now? Sixty-seventh and Thunderbird. Are you stuck at a red light? I am. So is that the red light? Is that one of the red lights on our list? No, no, no. I'm heading to 75th and Dunlap and uh, Grand. Are you freelancing red lights right now, Guido? (laughs) I guess you could say that, yeah. All right. Do you have water and food with you? Because you may be out there for a long time today. I I did bring some water with me. All right, good. Yeah, you want to stay hydrated. It's going to be interesting. Check in with us when you get to it's now 75th, Dunlap, and Grand Avenue, where those three meet, right? Yeah. Check in with us when you hit that spot, okay? All right. And don't exceed the posted speed limit because we're not into that today. Oh, 
okay. This is going to take a while. Of course it is. That's why we sent you. All right. Later. He is out this morning. So when we figure out, according to you know, according to some of the the listener votes we got, and we'll have Guido's sort of schooled impression of things. We will post a plaque at the longest red light. The city of Phoenix has told us not to do this, but <laughs> we don't we're listen. probably going to do it anyway. Well, the good news is, let's face it, we're not out there. Guido is. Yeah. One of the skill sets that you learn at this point in your career is how not to take advice from the guys that tell you to go out and do something yep. because lest you find yourself arrested. And how to run. <laughs> As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. It's Mark and Neanderthal. We've got Adam from Phoenix on the phone and he's going to play time out for Spanish. Adam, here's what we do. We give you a Spanish language phrase and then you've got three English choices to translate from. You live in Phoenix. Maybe you've seen a Hispanic person here or there. Can you solve this puzzle? We'll give it a shot. All right, Adam, here comes your Spanish phrase. La vida es como una caja de chocolates. Termina antes para la gente gorda. Did you hear that? <laughs> I did. Would you like to hear it again? Is Mark a fellow Baltimorean like I am? Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> ah, beautiful. La vida es como una caja de chocolates. Termina antes para la gente gorda. All right, does that phrase translate into A, with the rise of self-driving vehicles? It's only a matter of time before we get a country song where a guy's truck leaves him, too. <laughs> B, no thanks, I'm a vegetarian is a fun thing to say when someone hands you their baby. Or C, life is like a box of chocolates. It ends sooner for fat people. Which one is it? <laughs> I'm going to go with C, guys. <laughs> yes, C is the proper answer. Congratulations. You are certainly bilingual. <laughs> well, for the time being. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Yeah, red lights are all over the valley, and some of them, uh, some of them are inordinately long, which is why we sent our producer Guido onto the streets of the valley. He's on assignment now. Yeah, you know, we talked about this a lot yesterday and the day before, uh, around eight o'clock, about you know what what were the longest red lights in the valley, and we had a lot of suggestions, and and we actually made up an award. Uh, yeah. Which you can see on the Mark and Andrew Paul Facebook page. We posted a picture of it yesterday. Maybe we'll put another picture of it up today. Yeah. Uh, we're going to affix that award somewhere in the valley uh, when it's determined what the longest red light in the valley is. And it'll be commemorated. And I'm guessing our the memento, the uh, the uh, award, will be stolen shortly thereafter. Yeah, and Guido, our producer, he's, he's driving around. He just passed through 51st Avenue, Bethany Home, and Grand Avenue. That yeah. intersection there. He said it, it took like two and a half minutes. Like yeah. a cycle of the light. Yeah, the other, he was at, he's been at a couple of different intersections at Grand, and he said that uh, at two and a half to three minutes is about what the light cycle goes by. Yeah, that's not how quickly you get through, though, no. depending on how much traffic is backed up. Right, and, sure. and, and Guido, you said, what, something else bad happened to you there, or Uh-oh. something else you didn't enjoy? Oh, my God. Uh, it was inevitable. If you've ever wanted to see the limits of which humanity will push itself, right? I just sat through a 20-minute train uh, red light. A freight train? Yeah, a freight. 
I know, you know, it doesn't necessarily count, but I figured it was worth mentioning. <laughs> Did you count the number of cars on the freight train? No. I... Uh, all right, we're going to have to dock your pay for that. Uh, yeah, is it one of those freight trains that goes one direction, stops for like 10 minutes, and then starts going the other direction? <laughs> yes. Oh! started backing up and going the first direction again. Those ah, are great. Yeah. Those are the best kind of yeah, freight trains. Yeah, I love trains. those ones. Yeah. All right, so where are you now exactly, you said? <laughs> I'm heading down Grand now. Well, you're, you're heading to which? What's the next intersection you're going to? Um, the fairground, 19. Did you say you're on Grand now? Yeah, I'm on Grand. Have you tried the breakfast sandwich at the Alaskan Bush Company? <laughs> I hear it's fish. I've, yeah, I've heard uh, mixed reviews. Yes, well, uh, today is Thursday, so it's crabs. Yeah, well, don't stop in there for too long. We can only expense you so much money. So don't blow too many singles. Okay. Will do. By the way, the, uh, the reviews on that sandwich are not mixed. They're all really consistent. Uh, so we'll keep looking for what is the longest red light in the Valley of the Sun. show today with a somewhat of a heavy heart with actor Rutger Hauer passing. Yes. The hitcher, the replicant, of course, in Blade Runner. That's his Roy, most famous role. Yeah, Roy Batty. Yeah. 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 And the funny thing about it, that big speech at the end where he talks about all those things that he saw uh, in his life right before he dies. And yeah. the last line is, time to die. Yep. Uh, he uh, improvised that. Yep. It, that they, they, you know, it was written. Ridley Scott had uh, you know some lines written to it, and I guess uh, Rutger Hauer wasn't feeling it. Decided to change it a little bit, um, and then they've also changed it again for a stage play. Uh, I guess there's a there's a theater presentation of Blade Runner, which is kind of weird. So they've changed it multiple times. But he was one of those guys. That's one of the great improvised speeches of all time that goes down. Oh, in hang the on, hang on, Paul. Uh, Guido's on the phone again. Oh, okay. Yeah. He- Guido is out this morning looking for the valley's longest <laughs> red light. Where are you? Uh, we didn't get far. I'm at uh, Camelback and 43rd. We? Did you pick up a hitchhiker? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's just saying that in memory of Rutger Hauer. Oh, okay. That's what's happening. So he's carrying an angel on his shoulder. Yes, he is. All right. 43rd and Camelback well, was phoned in a lot to us. What's that like? You know, it's actually not too bad. I I did get stuck behind another train. Probably the same one. <laughs> I was going to say it's probably the same train. Yeah. Okay. So what's the so, cycle? Of, what's the cycle of the light like? Once the once the light turns red, how long till green appears again? It's about a minute and a half to a minute forty five, depending on which direction you're going. That doesn't even that's seem bad. close. Yeah. No. That's that's yeah. much less than the other ones. What direction were you headed in? Which which street and which direction? So I'm I'm uh, measuring east and west. Crossing Camelback, or, or uh, north and south crossing Camelback, and east and west crossing uh, 43rd. Now, here's okay. the interesting so thing. Keep in mind that uh, the, the grand intersection that he was at earlier that took two minutes and 53 seconds, that's a multiple light intersection versus just a cross street. Right. Grand is actually raised. It's lifted over this intersection. All right. Your work is excellent so far this morning. Continue on. Is your next stop now the fairground stop, 19th and, and McDowell? Yeah, I'm heading down there now. He says with no joy in his voice at all. No, because that's got Grand Avenue Damn right, it right in the middle of that's it. That's the worst one. Don't hit the big pipe yep. sticking up. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Good job. Although, don't hit the pipe is a common phrase you hear on Grand. (laughs) Very true. 
KSLX with Cheap Trick. They're going to be with ZZ Top at Comerica Theater. You can catch that at the KSLX Concert Calendar, sponsored by Earnhardt Auto Centers and NoBull.com. That's where we were last night for a royal affair. Nice to see everybody. Yeah, a lot of people came out. Saw some good videos, too. A lot of people were posting a lot of videos at the show. There were a lot of lasers and lava lamp videos going on at that show. And we also, outside, met a gastroenterologist named Dan. And we suggested that he sign up for the front row tickets we were giving away. And I think you said, you know, make sure you put Dr. Dan on there. He goes, hey, I paid $150,000 for that doctor, so I'm going to put it on there. Yeah, I always wonder, like, when people do that, they go, like, you know, they always (laughs) refer to somebody as Dr. So-and-so, like, it's a title. Like, when you were, like, if you've been the president of the United States, they always refer to him as the president. Uh, When you're a doctor, you're always a doctor. You've, You've earned the title. Your name change is legal and expensive. Unless they take away your license. Yes, then you're a former doctor. Yep. Or disgraced doctor. None of which applies to you listening right now. You're just the person in the shower washing your backside, preparing to be entertained by a story of a miscreant who's behaved in such a way that they are deemed the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's dumbass, which will be at the same time. Features a guy who picked absolutely the wrong vehicle to run into. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But today's dumbass is on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. It's sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. Now, there are a lot of police agencies involved here, so it, keep a scorecard. All right. It's I'm, a little I'm, confusing. I'm, I'm whipping out my bingo card, my cop bingo card. So, Morton, Washington sounds like a nice small town, right? Nice Morton. quiet town. Yeah. But it was not so quiet back on July 3rd when Chris Fulton was driving around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my guess is uh, July 3rd, there's probably some explosives involved in Everybody's this. Everybody's excited. Yeah, you know, yeah it's Fourth the 4th of July. July. You're yeah. about to celebrate your independence and the freedom yeah. that you enjoy here in the United States of America. Chris is driving around, racing his car all around so loudly that several people called police complaining that somebody was racing motorcycles in the area. Oh, it's one of those Very tuner loud. cars. One of those cars that you Very hear. loud. Shift yep. the car, would you please? But it was just Chris running his car at very high speeds on Pleasant Valley Road. In fact, Chris was even doing the old chicken thing where, you know, it was one lane in each direction. He was driving one way, pulling into the lane of oncoming traffic, making cars dodge out of the way. This should end well. Yeah, one of those cars he did it to, though, was a Lewis County deputy. That would be a Ford Crown Victoria. I'm not sure about that, but uh, the deputy was checking out the reports about racing in the streets and things Uh like that. Well, he can now confirm those reports mm -hmm. with personal knowledge. So this county deputy managed to turn around, track Chris down, and pull him over. All right. So as the deputy approached Chris, he recognized him because he used to work with Chris when Chris was a Lewis County deputy. Uh, I see what this is. This is cop on cop fun. And he could see that Chris was very drunk. Mm-hmm. So the deputy wanted to avoid a conflict of interest, so he called the Washington State Troopers in to handle things. Mm-hmm. Did he demand his right to be frisked by a female officer? <laughs> he did not. Because I look forward to one of those. Because this is a delicate situation here. You got agencies, you got a guy who knows the other guy, the guy was once a county deputy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a mess. Potential conflict of interest, I think, happening here. And Chris is still in law enforcement, but he's no longer a deputy for the county. Now he's a Morton, Washington police officer oh. for the town. Now, who... who uh... Who has seniority in a situation like that? I'm not sure exactly. He's in the town, maybe can he say that he was crossing lanes in pursuit of something? Yeah, well, he was off duty. That's oh. one of the big problems that, there. Yeah, it does seem like a problem. Uh, he was drunk. That's another problem. Yep, and I said he was a town cop. I should say he was a town cop because Chris resigned a few days after this whole DUI mess. 
which is not his first DUI mess. A few years back, he was also arrested for DUI. You know what that forced him to do? No. That forced him to resign as a Lewis County deputy. Well, people do so. what they do. He's a career recidivist. Recidivist. <laughs> he is. You know, he can get the jobs. He just can't stop drinking, and so he can't keep the jobs. He's a repeat offender yes, is what he is. he is. That's Chris Fulton right there. That's your Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey, this is Jake the Snake Roberts, and man, that was a beautiful story you just told. Yeah, we're in search of uh, the longest red light in the valley, and uh, and 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 Mark was nice enough to cough up some cash money. I, I didn't contribute into it whatsoever because I know this company's not going to reimburse us. But keep in <laughs> mind, we have an award that you can visit uh, the Mark and Paul Facebook page on and check it out for the longest red light in the valley. And uh, we have now officially sent our uh, our official traffic spotter, also known as Producer Boy Guido, out on assignment. Yes, he has been so far this morning at. These were ones that were phoned in most to us over the last couple of days. 75th Olive and Grand. Okay. 51st Bethany Home and Grand. All right. 43rd Avenue and Camelback. That's where Grand goes over the intersection. Right. So you yeah. get a little bit of a break there. Yeah. Grand is usually the big pain in the ass, though, what we're hearing, because it's so many multiple exactly. intersections. Yeah. So we had just, you know, we just did the 30-second song, 730. We did right. the dumbass at 740. So Guido was not able to get through to us. So he has already passed through the intersection at 19th Avenue, McDowell, and Grand Avenue, where the fairgrounds is. Oh, yes. I hate so, that. I hate that intersection. Yeah, so, Guido, how was that intersection? Uh, well, I stayed for several cycles. So, it, it took about two and a half minutes to three minutes to four minutes, depending on which angle you were going at. A four-minute red light? Which one? Which Which area of that is four minutes? If you're going north on uh, 19th, and you're crossing Grand. So depending on who you have to wait for to cross, it, it might take longer or might be quicker. I was sitting off to the side of the light to measure all the, the stops. So, okay, run that down for us again. North, go Heading north on 19th Avenue took how long? Four minutes. And it was a minute and 20 uh, green light for Grand. I'm going through the tunnel, so you might lose me, but... Uh, I am heading to Maricopa. All right. Ah, the famed 347 and Riggs Road red light. It'll take you a while to get there. Enjoy your afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be on the freeway for a while, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah we will yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. And then, That's uh, a good guess right there is what that is. Yeah, down to Maricopa. It's the old 347 and Riggs Road. John Wayne Parkway. Uh, I think some call it Maricopa Road. It's it's yeah. known by many things, but it's cursed out in many different ways yeah, also. Yeah, I think, I think it's fair to say there's only one road in and out of this town. And it's backed up all the time. Yeah. having a conversation behind the scenes most movies now are, are not waiting till friday to open up they're they're doing it on thursdays yeah it's it's uh, we're going to get to that point where it's kind of like with uh football there's going to be monday and wednesday and thursday right. and occasionally saturdays and every fourth friday and whatever it is movies are going to be opening whenever they feel like opening this one won't open till like a year from now but for whatever reason they have released the first trailer to build anticipation right and we're talking about the sequel to top gun it's going to be called top gun Maverick. Oh, of course it is. Sure. Yes. And why wouldn't it be? And, you know, it's yeah. Tom It's Tom Cruise. I think he's about the only guy from the first one who's in it. Well, well, Goose is dead. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, Goose is dead. Yep, that's right. And, and I have to assume that uh, that Val Kilmer probably wasn't available because he's had he's had some health problems. Yeah. I mean, I, like I'm not making fun of Val Kilmer. I'm just basically saying yep. he was probably no, he, not available. He doesn't look like he could do that part anymore. Right? Yeah, like he wasn't the first one. This, yeah. is, this is set like it's it's set some you know thirty some odd years later. Right. And Maverick has not progressed as far. As most people who've been in the Navy for over 30 years would have progressed. In he's fact, got he, Captain Kirk disease is what yeah, that is. He's just, he's still a captain. Exactly. He's still a captain. And uh, there's a scene where Ed Harris is sort of, you know, making fun of him. He's a now, superior officer saying, you should have been at least a two-star admiral by now. What's the problem? Now, now is, is, uh, why isn't Tom Skerritt his... His, wasn't it Tom Scare? And then Donald Pleasance, I think, was uh, was also his. Uh, a guy that looked like Donald Pleasance. I Tom, think it was Donald Pleasance. Tom Scarrett was his superior officer. Yeah, was his superior officer. He doesn't move his mouth when he speaks. Yeah, so I that, yeah. He didn't move it in Alien. Yeah. He didn't move it when he was in Cheers. So he is not in the new Top Gun movie. Yeah, I think Tom Scarrett, didn't he serve with uh, Neverick's father? <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like a bad, Tom Scarrett is a bad ventriloquist. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he is. <laughs> he couldn't cut it as a ventriloquist because he moved his mouth too much. But his actor he doesn't move his mouth enough yeah. but um here it, 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 it's stirring it's stirring oh yep you got maverick music. here it's a montage you got maverick grabbing his leather bomber jacket of course he is grabbing his shades pulling the tarp off of his motorcycle oh, here he Jesus. goes he's racing a plane on the runway like he's batman you got the love interest jennifer conley hello you got shirtless guys on the beach. I don't know if they're playing volleyball like in the original. Well, I'm, if two things, uh, Kelly McGill is probably not playing for Maverick's team anymore, so she's right. not, no longer available to be his love interest. Exactly. Uh, and B, if the volleyball players are playing shirtless in the uh, on the beach, I'm hoping they're wearing the same sunscreen they wore in the first one, where they allowed him to dive into the beach to you know try and get the volleyball from hitting the ground and then coming up with not a grain of sand on their body. Exactly. That was the best kind of volleyball. Uh, uh, sunscreen you could possibly have. I also hope uh, traffic is as clear on the California streets for Maverick as it was in the original. Right. Where he could drive any time of day and there was nobody else on the road. Well, well that's and California. California. Well, yeah. it's wide open spaces of California. <laughs> yeah, Miramar is uh, is like, that's right between LA and San Diego. There's no traffic there. No, no, ever. not at all. And this is, this is towards the end of the trailer where Ed Harris uh, tries to dress Maverick down a little bit. The end is inevitable, Maverick. You're kind of headed for extinction. Oh. Maybe so, sir. <laughs> but not today. Not today. Not today. Jesus. Top Gun Maverick. I got a review for this movie already. I haven't seen it, and I, I already have a review, and it's four words. Too much macho sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it does. It's, it's not until a year from now. So it'll be interesting to see if people are, are like excited for it or if it's like, hey, I saw that 35 years ago. Well, I'm grown up now. I don't I, need that. We'll see. I think that might be the thing. It's like, you know, Top Gun, that's a movie from the Reagan generation. So, you know, we're all in our 50s now. That's well, yeah, not, you know, it's it, not really for us. It's trying to reintroduce that character to a new generation who have no idea how cool they've they've lost that love and feeling is what's happened yes exactly that's a cringeworthy scene yeah hey. listen to mark and the interval when you get to work with the free kslx app sounds good and loud huh? 100.7 kslx Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.